Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Just call the thing the podcast after the show. Right? Ugh. Whatever you guys want. Okay, well, Jesus, do we have to do it like this? I'm still waiting for better submissions. I thought Carmen and Lima, or Lima and Carmen Extended is a very good one. I like that one the best. Yeah. Okay. But well, then you have to remain ex- brought to you by Extend Technologies the whole time. Yeah. It's going to be no weird. No pressure. When, it's like Winston Cup. It's going to be weird yeah. when Radio Shack is our uh, sponsor. <laughs> Montgomery Ward. What? Sears. What was the catalog? Oh, now we're just naming old company. Sears is still technically what, around. What Andy. is the catalog? Neiman Marcus. Ne- Neiman Marcus is still around. Go ahead. What is the catalog that you get on... Airplanes that Finger has hut. all the cool technology. Oh, oh uh, sharper, sharper image. image. Yes, yeah. sharper image. They have they have actual brick and mortar stores, don't they? They used to. I oh, think they're they, all. They used to be in the mall. Well, it's Sky Mall. Yeah, Sky yeah. Mall. But, and malls aren't around yeah. anymore, really. I mean, there are some, but, but skies are. There's plenty of sky. Yeah, I saw one. Th- <laughs> is today. there? Is the Mall America still around? Like that? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, yeah, I just went there. That's got to be like the last. That no, will be the last mall that. No, I'll tell you what. I disagree. Uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis has a mall that connects both the convention center, uh, all the hotels, oh, and the stadium, yeah. Lucas Oil. Like the difference with Mall of America is you got to drive a little bit to get out there. It's 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 out by the airport. Is it in Bloomington? No, uh, I don't know exactly. Oh, Bloomington, what the, Min- Minnesota. Okay. I was yeah, confused. I don't know exactly you what the Indiana. name of the city. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? But they, uh, it, it's out by the airport more. It's probably 15 minutes from downtown. <gasps> Like I, the Indianapolis one, Anthony's right. That that has tunnels to it. Doesn't I think it? the Mall of America is where the Met used to be, the old Metropolitan Stadium in Min- where the Vikings and Twins used to. It play. used to be by there. Yeah, U.S. Bank is not anywhere near there. Okay, 
I say anywhere yeah. near. It's, but, you know, you got to get on the highway. As and drive the crow flies, it's probably okay. Right. But yeah, on the highway and everything else. Do you think malls will ever like? There's a lot of nostalgia coming back. Like I think that a lot of people just want to do like a. I want to say Pinehurst. It's Pinecrest, right? Right. Out yeah. There on the, and then there's like is, is Pinecrest and Legacy the same thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're mixed use. Uh, yeah. The mixed use. The difference between Legacy doesn't have housing there, but a lot of the a lot of the places all have housing now too. Yeah. So condos and places stay apartments. The only thing I could see is you're seeing more and more on like Facebook Marketplace and people that are starting their own little business from home. Like if they made it a place where it was cheap, like fifty bucks a week. To come use their space and, you know, sell your wares. Like, there's got to be, because I've been, like, one of the people who've been, like, I've been one of the people who've been, like, you know, what are we going to do with all these different retail locations when they just, because you can't keep finding new clients for retail locations. Like, eventually you run out in certain places. Like, I'm a fan of just, hey, just bulldoze it, either turn it into houses or just turn it into a green space again. Like, what are, what are you going to do? Uh, I know that's easier said than done because someone owns the property and wants to turn a prof- profit on that property. But I'm like, man, so people, a lot of people are very nostalgic for things. There can't be shopping malls in every American city like there used to be. Like there used to be two shopping malls in Canton. Mm-hmm. I can count what three, maybe four in the Akron area, probably. Yeah, there's nothing left in um, Richmond, Parmatown. Yeah. I mean, all these have have gone by the wayside. Randall Park, right? Randall, yeah, Randall, Randall Park. Park. Um, but they they uh, the what's qu- the one the Ted Knight used to do ads for in Bedford? Oh, wasn't that Randall? I mean, that's right no. around the way. But either way, the the reality is that you know, as our as consumer shopping habits have completely changed. I mean, my girlfriend she does not buy anything in person anymore. Yeah, I mean, just doesn't. It's just all completely. I didn't even have an Amazon account. Now, Amazon is trying to fill the void. By coming in, not only do they have some warehouse space, which where some old malls used to be around Why the country, a- but they also Southgate. have. He did Southgate USA. I'm sorry. 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 Okay. But they also uh, are thinking about opening up their own retail space mm-hmm. that is owned by Amazon. So it'll look different. But yes, the need will not be remotely the same. Well, they're doing. Have you seen the Amazon grocery stores? Uh, they're putting them yeah. in some of the bigger cities. It's just you walk in. And it knows you. Yeah. You scan. I think you scan in, but then you just pick up whatever you're getting and you walk out. And then you are automatically, as soon as you walk through this little area. Amazing. It's like, yeah, you had five steaks and a bunch of apples. I told you about it. I I, I, might not have been you. might have been you who I told about Amazon. I had a theory about Amazon years ago. That's coming true. Because it was before they delivered their own stuff. I go, once they get their own delivery and stuff, like... Guarantee the regulators are going to come in because now it's just a one-stop shop for everything. And you just said the grocery store thing. You walk in and walk out. Like you have to have some competition. Some competition is mm-hmm. good because if one business, I, you get to a point where it's too big to fail. But if it were somehow going to do that, holy mm-hmm. cow, you'd be in a lot of. I mean, you there you can't. I'm not trying to talk about John Rockefeller all over again, but you can't have so much of what becomes infrastructure. Based in one company. Well, not only that, you just can't I, I just, do that. I just remember in Chesterland, of all places, not exactly a epicenter of commerce. There were these strip malls with boutiques mm-hmm. and mom and pop, legitimate mom and pop stores. And were they ever getting rich on those stores? No, but people worked there, and 
they they made somewhat of a living. Yeah. And those are just all gone. A hundred percent of them oh, are yeah. all gone. There's nothing. I mean, you go back to you go back to Canton, and there's like, and before remember we had the seven 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 places, Internet mm-hmm. Cafe, and then when they passed yep. the casino laws, it really cracked down on that. They finally gave them the laws to, to knock down skill games, and in some cases it was a really good thing because they were an eyesore. I mean, good God. You go down Route 62, I mean, there was – it seemed like there was a dozen of them. They were all over Parkersburg. It, yeah. I remember when I was down there, they were everywhere, yeah. the internet cafes. There was all over the place. There was one in Sheffield Lake until like three years definitely, ago. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I think there's still one. I don't want to – you know what? don't want to say that because I don't want to put anybody out of business. Um, but you would drive by when I drove by. I was like, geez, there's a lot of these places. Like they were replacing they call all these like old places. like a gaming center. Yeah. And so they had billiards and yeah. things like that. Too, and you but. just can't fill all that space. So I'm like – what are you going to do? And you can only have so many. Like, I know what they're trying to do with the Hall of Fame Village. We'll see if that, because they're try- it seems like they're trying to turn that into their own Crocker Park, which would be mm. great. That'd be fantastic. Uh, I can't believe somebody didn't think of living at the mall sooner in that way. Yeah. Like, you would think, like, the DeBartolos would have been more proactive about that back in the day, but what the hell? I saw, I you say that, um, somebody just put up an image. I think it was, like, the 1970s, one of those weird Twitter nostalgia places but they showed one of the old stadiums it was no longer a baseball stadium in tokyo and how there were model homes all on the inside of this huge dome this mm-hmm. huge stadium and i was like how crazy is this they did that there's a there's a um an, i almost called it an old folks home that's really not an assisted living facility that basically has a huge dome over it that that has a like it's a neighborhood and it's around here. They do. They have commercials on TV. I know that. It's like a big thing. And then like the apartments that they have are basically underneath this huge glass ceiling, which is kind of cool. That might, I mean, that might be it. Like you're thinking about mixed use areas back in the day or to the future. But there's got to be like you look at our generation. Our generation is probably the most nostalgic generation. And I've told you this before. I know I have because we, our our generation, us three. The children grew up the wealthiest that of any children in American history. You had things. Yeah. And there was, and like, before, like, you look at cars, and a car was $400 when it was first built by Henry Ford, and you're thinking, well, yeah, but the average American made 1000 or, you know, less right. than 1000 or whatever it is. Like, by that time, by the time we came around, like, there was Nintendo systems, you had all this gadgetry, and your parents, there was a lot of... A lot of jobs that were good jobs, and now we're going through changes again. And so we become even more nostalgic because, you know, time was simpler. There was a lot of things that we could explain. And so I, I'm, I think that there will be a day where I bet Cleveland may have one big mall. Like, and I, you know, I wonder what Tower City becomes. Like, if the other malls get knocked down eventually, does Tower City be able to reinvent itself into something like that. Because I know that Tower City struggled a little bit where, you know, East 4th, the arcade here and there, but East 4th has really had a boom, and you want to keep it that way. And it's like, where do I get mixed use and shopping? Because I do think people just still like the shopping experience. I, I just think, think that people do like going out they, at times. They would, but like in Chicago, people will find a way to get downtown Chicago. Tourists certainly do. And there's stuff that is not available other places. So they have the magnificent mile and they will pay to get there or whatever. If they're tourists, they don't have a car, but people that do live in and around Chicago land area, they will pay to park. People will not do that in Cleveland. 
people That's true. will not pay to park That's true. to go shopping in Cleveland when the better shopping is in the suburbs. Yeah. And you just drive right up to the to the front, you know, the front area and you park well, and then, you get out. If I can ask, and, and I, listen, I, I understand like this could be sensitive mm. depending on sponsors, whatever. What is the future of Tower City then? What do you do? <laughs> I thought Bernie Moreno was supposed to turn it into some yeah. technological center. Easy. Some blockchain. No, I mean that was what that was one of the things that they the complex opened celebrated. up like a store there just a week mm. ago or mm. whatever. And like I was there during Christmas. Mm-hmm. We were there for a wedding and I it, What's over there? I don't want to How s- many dollar stores I don't want to use now? the S word, but it was like man and Liz was like, "Boy, I bet this place was really humming and when we were in high school I was like uh you gotta keep going no back you gotta go back thing. and when it opened up it had all all the big time frontline anchor tenants it i think it had yeah. a sax fifth avenue well, they had <laughs> a picture there was a picture hanging somewhere of what it was like there at christmas yeah and i mean it was packed to mm. the ass with people and you're like man i don't know if you should be hanging that picture right now because <laughs> there, there's nobody sad. here like and it's tough because it's like I know that there's like East Fourth, the storefronts right there along Euclid are fine. You go back in East Fourth, there's some boutique shops, but it doesn't, it still doesn't have the traffic. No. Um, it, and I think you're right. Like paying to park, it's tough when you go to Crocker, you go to Legacy, and I get, I get, I would be every bit as antsy and and rubbing my hands together as I would with downtown Cleveland, in those places. But I don't think regular people feel that way. But I do think there's an experience. Where, yeah, man, if I gotta go pick up, if I gotta go pick up de- deodorant, detergent, goods, food, that type of thing, just for things I need, that's one thing. But if you give something people want to shop for, I still think there's a place for that in retail, right? There's right? always, yeah, there's, I, I, I do think so. I just think Cleveland, even though we've made these great leaps in terms of people that want to live downtown, Cleveland, Ohio. Unfortunately, it's it still it's still so few people that lacks the critical mass that would support the calculus to drive commercial real estate people to want to open up that and work with these big time vendors. Well, that's, just, what, that's not going to happen because we've seen this population where it's you know people have started. I think people not as many obviously as you probably want have moved back into the city. Mm-hmm. I've always said that I love Streetsboro. I'm staying in Streetsboro. My roots are getting deep. But I'm not going to lie. If I actually reach an age, like if I, if I get to my 60s, you know, my kids maybe are out of town. Maybe I'd move Maybe I'd move to Cleveland. Maybe I'd move, like, somewhere here. Like, maybe I'd move. And that has happened. That that absolutely has happened. Because I love grass, and I love having grass to mow. Will I love it when I'm 60-something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will I love all these things that I have to do when I'm 60-something and then I'm slowing down a little bit? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there is an energy here that gives you that you can't get in a lot of places that are around here. There, There is a fun energy to Cleveland. I love it, especially, obviously, uh, baseball, during baseball season, yeah. and when the Cavs are good. Unfortunately, the NFL, it's never – the NFL just playing their 10 dates a year at home and on Sundays, that's never going to be enough to support anything. And I know the Browns are eventually going to have a Patriot place – Right there on the water, they're going to have their version of that. So there will be. I mean, yeah. By the time you and I are in our sixties, like that's it'll be right there. Yeah, you know they'll build a stadium and that it'll be there because you don't own a football team just to own the football team. Mm -hmm. 
You do it to find other revenues that can be attached to owning the football team that will drive revenue streams. And so the Crafts did that in Foxborough. It's why some people have thought that eventually maybe if you can't get anything done big time on the lake here, that they might move out to the suburbs because it's happened. It's happened in other cities. Well, some people have talked about there's that there's that weird tract of land that I think Ford owned. They still might. Where's people that? have talked about them. It's between I think seventy one and the uh and the airport. Oh. Some people have talked mm-hmm. about I know the one just immediately south here, but I don't know if that's doable right that's, here from downtown. They have an engine plant out there. Yeah. Yeah. But they have a bunch of space that they don't use. Well, and... I think NASA has part of that too. Okay. Like the like think about it this way if you're the Haslams. The Haslams know that wherever they put a football stadium. Yeah, people will bitch and complain it's not attached to the Muni lot anymore, that you don't have the pit, that you don't have all those memories of maybe going to bars in a warehouse district after oh, the game. That's a good point. But they don't care because it's not just a Haslam thing. It's whoever would own the Browns. Yeah. They don't care because they their goal is going to be to own the football team, have a good football team that wins, but also make the most amount of money. And if the they city can, would well, feel the if, same way with tax and revenue. And if they could control the real estate, then they would want to do that. So you look at Kansas City, right? They the tailgating happens in Arrowhead parking lot. Yeah, between There's, the two, it stadiums, doesn't right? happen at a different place because Arrowhead is not a part of the downtown area. Mm-hmm. So the cheap the, to pay to park in there because they're assuming that if you're parking in there, you're tailgating. Yeah, that's what you're paying for. The parking at Arrowhead is outrageous. What is it? Is it really? It's I mean, just a regular season game's fifty bucks, and you can go up to like one twenty five depending yeah. on the lot, the closeness to He's Arrowhead. Right. Because the, the, the deal is there, you can tailgate in Arrowhead and you're 500 feet from the gate. So think about know? how much money the Haslams are losing on parking that they would have if they had a different facility somewhere else that they owned all the land. So that's where you have to think about it. The, these owners, unfortunately, these owners don't own teams just to win football games. <laughs> I think we've learned that what's over the time. Thing, I know what's that. the commercial that warns you about turning into your parents? Because one of those, there <laughs> is a commercial. Like, can you I imagine those, what they yeah. make it on parking on this? I think that is those hilarious. Brilliant. They're brilliant. I think that is such a great campaign. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Have you done anything yet that, that is in that oh, thing? Yeah, I've, I've gone to a manager and was like, Brian and Produce. Just so you know, guy. I did Just it so when I bought know. my carpet last year. Yep. Yep. I said, hey, because we had a big problem with how it went. And I found the one guy that was like, you know what? We're done messing around with this. Let's get it done today. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, let everyone know. That guy's the that guy. Mike in the carpet that area. That guy's the guy. Yeah. Go ahead, Tone. It's hilarious because this parking thing is absolutely a conversation that I have had before and will have again. Yeah. And repeatedly have. And really, that's all you do as you get older. You talk about weather and parking. That's all you really do. And where to go in Florida. Oh, where, where are some of the nice places you've been in Florida? I've noticed... I don't want to do I – I don't like it like this, but there's a lot of things that you become – because there's experience, you want to impart wisdom on other people. And I'm just like, ah, just shut up for a second and just listen. Because there's things that you don't know and you think you know. Like, I've re- I've repaired a lot of toilets. <laughs> I have had to repair a bunch of to- – the toilet upstairs, like, while we're just here, the toilet upstairs is like an industrial toilet. It's like, it's like one of those, like, not round, old-style toilets. It's like a bigger toilet, you can tell. And the hand, the flush, the flapper is like bigger, and there's like pressure created. And I've already gone through now three handles on that toilet. Sh- what should I do with the flapper? Because it's got the flapper's very, the flapper's thick. The, the flapper's a quarter inch. The thick black rubber or red rubber inch. piece. Yeah, 
the flapper, the seal around, yeah. it like seals it, and the water that sits on top is too hot. And then you go to hit it. I bought. And you're and, buying the plastic yes, handle. Yes. Yeah. I bought two when this one broke. I bought two handles, which Andy's probably pissed off at us because he. he uh, Andy, I don't he know what else to tell you. We make these things up off the top of our head, okay? It's, it's how it works. There's two handles that I bought. One was the traditional handle, and one was the extra strength handle. And it said, and I bought these things at a major home store. Okay. And it was, it was, this is the for. sharper image. Yeah. <laughs> and Liz called, Liz texts me. I'm downstairs in the basement. Liz texts me on Sunday and goes, handles broke. I go, are you oh, kidding me? Oh, boy. I go, what are you talking about? And she sent it to me, and sure as hell, handle was broken. I was like, well, I got an extra one. And the other handles, so far, but the other, but the, the extra strength handle was, we're going to go. I'm now at three handles on this thing, you know, levers, you know, jiggle the handle, that type of thing. I'm on the number three here. I've been in the house two and a half years. You've got two options. What? You either go to, you've got to find an older hardware store that's like a mom and pop style. There's, there is a brand name hardware store. I don't know if I want to say it. Does John Madden talk about it? Text it. Yes, John Madden used Texted to talk to about yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? But those type of stores, sometimes they will have metal instead of the plastic handle. They'll have a metal handle. It's a little harder that, to install. And that's but, a difference maker? Oh, they don't break. They might bend a little bit. Oh. but They, don't, they okay. might bend, but they never break. They never break. Yeah. I've, the other option is... To become a welder and make your own, <laughs> like my neighbor, my well, not my neighbor. This going under the hood. This guy. Well, this- there's also a hardware store down here, off of East River Road. Yeah, uh, down in the flats. They really might have it. Okay. I'll, I'll, well, if this one breaks, I'll look into it. Um, because there was a kid. There was a uh, kid who's on my son's flag football team. His dad was telling me about his toilet, and I brought up about his toilet. I go, what did they? I go. Because he said they were having some problems. I'm not going to say they were having some problems with the builder. And what they did is they took the toilet out and they didn't replace the wax ring. They put the That's same trouble. wax ring We talked there. about the wax and ring I go, before. You should be able to sue over them putting the – because you can't – Oh, my Anytime God. you bring the I'm toilet up, up, folks, from I'm those gonna, flanges, I'm gonna throw that up. wax ring – it looks disgusting. That wax ring – has to be replaced. Like even if you put the toilet on and haven't done anything, go. Yeah. Oh, I need to take it back off. You got to exactly. replace the wax ring. And remember, when you're putting a toilet on the flanges, you sit on the toilet, and you don't take your pants down and, and take a dump, but you you sit on the toilet because <laughs> that'll a big seal dump it in. My pants. Then and then you screw on the flanges and seal and basically seal the toilet uh, to the floor. I'm going over the wax ring now. And they the have a rubber search. one that looks way better now because the yeah. wax rings look disgusting. Yeah. And you have the double wax ring and the single wax ring, depending on what type of toilet you have. Anthony, you need to make your own YouTube playlist of things for me to be a an adult homeowner. Like, things <laughs> yeah. that you need to watch. I think we should go back to the old aqueducts. Plumbing's my thing. And it's just uh, have them back I've lived then. overseas. Some Their advanced that. plumbing that they had back then. Yes. Um, Worked for Caligula. <laughs> and that guy. <laughs> Sorry. We did none of the things that we that we said. Oh, we're brought to you by Extend. X-T-E-N-D-A-V. We said we'd do that. You did that. We're brought to you by Extend. Well, I said I had three random observations just came into my mind all at the exact same time. But now I want to talk to you about snowblowing instead of your three observations while snowblowing. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But yesterday was a day. The problem that I found with snowblower, and I don't know how you feel about this, Ken. I'm not somebody who owns any owns, outside owns. equipment. I mean, I'm outside clothing. 
I don't have. Oh, you got to invest. Right. I don't have any, even my throwaway you snow clothing. Blew, you, you blew your snow in those shoes? No, no. I have other bad boots uh, that aren't good either. And I, I need to go get stuff to actually work outside. Okay. So what happened is I came in after the first snowblow of the year. And Sarah goes, because uh, I, I was like, all right, let's eat dinner. And she's like, you reek. You're not, you reek like gas. I smell, I smell like gasoline. My snowblower runs on gas. And I reek. Were you I'm just saying, wearing you like, like, sweatpants? No, there's no leak at all. Did you get it on yourself? No. No, not at all. How but did it's you just, smell like gas? It's just, for whatever reason. Did you run it into I, the garage? The exhaust? No, no. I just, you shouldn't smell like gas, buddy. I smell, I smell so, or just like outside. I don't know what it is. It's just a disgusting smell. Oh, she'll get used to that. And she goes, smells no. Smells like a man. She goes, no. She goes, you're going you're gonna to shower and you're going to get dressed. And I'm like, I'm starved. And she said, no. So yesterday, I have I looked an off-air out. reason why I think that is. But okay, well, the snow had to be removed yesterday. And I'm like, you know, I'm really hungry. I don't want this to be an hour and a half until I eat. I'm just going to use the shovel. And it wasn't as bad as it was when I had to use the first snowball of the year. So it's like I'm using worse technology because I don't want to have to I don't want to have to change my clothes. I don't want to have to worry about what I smell like and I don't want to do use the sm- shower right away. How do you smell like get yeah. unless the exhaust is coming it must right be at the you. exhaust. Do you have it's a Honda? It's a Honda. Are you in you know some of the people have like a uh a shell system or something that goes around them. No, from no, there. there's none of you that. You don't have that where no, it this be is, trapping this, in. The... We don't need that because the driveway in our stretch of Rocky River. Not, you know, it's not, not the, it's not the Mary Kay stretch. Oh. You know, we're in a very different You're area. Where my other snow, side of the track. My snow is blowing onto other people's houses. Good. Well, yeah, that's where you, hold on, you got to adjust the chute there. I am. You got to aim it low. It's either that or go you, onto my sidewalk. So I don't want it to go onto the sidewalk. I think. <laughs> Have you had anybody asked to uh, borrow your snowblower yet? Not yet. Everyone seems to have them. I will not lend my snowblower. I'll just blow your driveway. I will not give you my snowblower. Who's... You, never you can't answer, answer that. We're what, in the middle of a podcast. Don't answer them? that in the podcast. What if don't I tell do it. them? You text them and say we're in the middle of a podcast. Well, I don't I'm need to be talking to you right now. now. Fine. Okay. He's, only, he's only the most talked about uh, Guy Cleveland Browns fan. analyst yeah. right now, but no, we don't I'm not need to, talk. to answer we, the phone. Don't answer it. Don't what answer if I t- that. No, what if I talk no, into it and no. he doesn't? You can't even hear. My speaker no. doesn't work. No. You can't even hear. No, we're not doing that. It's good no. to hear Doug Deacon's yeah. calling you. No. Um, do you have a? Uh, we talked about this. Do you have a single stage or a double or two stage snowblower? Explain the difference. One just shoots it straight from the flaps that are are getting it. They shoot it straight up. The okay. other one shoots it into a chute, and then the other chute shoots it out. I'll have that You're answer. basically being worked into a shoot. I'll have that answer tomorrow. The snow being is being worked into in. a shoot. Send me a picture. It's probably a single stage. Is it smaller or bigger? Smaller. Yeah. It's a single stage snowblower, which is fine because I don't if need, you live on the west side, you don't need two I don't stages. need all that much. Yeah, yeah, like my... Yeah, if you live in Chardon, you need a whole plow, but... Oh, my aunt and uncle have yeah. the walk behind that is, like you were talking about, like the full shield yeah. all the way around. And they're like they're like comfy in there, walking around. I mean, it's like 80 degrees well, there. You just wear your bathing suit in yeah. there. When I, go, when I go to do it, I have, I have these big Carhartt gloves. No, I haven't set them on fire. I have these big Carhartt gloves, and I wear <laughs> an old, my old Columbia jacket that I was wearing in earlier today. And I actually, because my eyes, I'm so concerned about my eyes, I actually bought ski goggles a couple years okay. ago. Okay. And I will wear the ski goggles, and I have this old Carhartt hat that has the face thing that comes over, but I keep the flap up, so I have I look like an old man out there, and that's how I do it. Because right. I can't have the snow blowing back in my eyes. Because you, you shake your head on, he just shook his head at me, 
And one day at Streetsboro Diva in this house, the next morning I had an eye problem and I had to go to the doctor. So I cover those eyes. That's true. I don't want to have to come pick you up anymore. What about when you weed whack? I always wear eye, eye protection. I, I always think to myself. And I never wear shorts. Yeah, I always think never. to myself, how silly would it be if I lost eyesight because I weed whacked and was just trying to get it done I changed without light, putting the goggles on? I change light bulbs with goggles because I don't want any of the dust to get Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, especially um, like if you have a drop ceiling, that could be a little mm-hmm. scary because yeah. you got those flakes coming in. Ew. And like, <laughs> the um, asbestos in the eyeball. So we have, we have recessed lighting in the basement mm-hmm. where I have to change some of the light bulbs in my bathroom. And every now and then you have to pull that down. If you pull that down, some of that ceiling will come with it, and those flexes. And you get some of that stuff in your eye, man. It's all fun and games. There's so many guys. They say they act like, oh, it never happened to me. And I was one of those guys. I'm telling you right now, it take it's it, the they cost three dollars at Harbor Freight. If that, you get them for ninety nine cents. And I'm telling you, you got to wear those things. Uh, it's not a gag. <laughs> it's not just something they do on TV. It's not like this old house. They have to do it because you're on TV. I'm telling you right now, you wear that stuff. I'm thinking about when we were in high school and we had the drop ceiling and we would hide things in the ceiling. And then sometimes the tubes, the lighting tubes. Okay, can you can you help me? I'm not good with the specific terminology. The neon lights. Is that what they were? Yeah. And if they fell down, the you ones talk, like those right above you. You want to talk about a chemistry experiment? Yes. Yes. Uh, that uh, there had there had to be cancer in the tubes. Just a oh, just yeah. a block of cancer ready for you at any. At any moment. In fact, I should be able to sue the school. Just you and Nick Gage hitting each other. <laughs> oh, my God. We would hide so much, so much contraband up there in the drop ceiling. Yep. They had to, like Walter White in Breaking Bad when he was I, hiding his burner. Yes. Phone I told that story on the podcast, didn't I? About the guy we used to work with, Corey, when he worked in Boston. I think And in the drop have, ceiling, yeah. like there was a, like a <laughs> thing. He He's something about the drop ceiling, and he went in. And I guess the guy had died at this radio station he worked at. And this is from, like, a long time ago. Because not all – most radio stations don't look like what you see in Airheads. Right. Right. So in the drop ceiling, he picked up the panel, and what fell out of the panel was a lot of money's worth of cocaine. <laughs> and it fell, like – it was an open, basically baggie of cocaine, oh. and when he says when the baggie fell, it went poof, Oof. and there was coke all over the table and all over the board. And he's sitting there going, staring at it, and his boss comes walking. He goes, "What the hell's going on?" His hands are white. There's coke oh, all over the amazing. board. And he's looking at him, going, "This is not what it looks <laughs> like. like. This is not it what me. it looks like." It was my stuff. Boy, I don't know what happens. Do. That happens on West Six. You should see the rats come out of nowhere. <laughs> He explained it to the boss. The boss told him, he's like, yeah, so-and-so. This is amazing. Yeah, so-and-so, whoever. I don't even know who the guy was. Kept his cocaine up in the uh, up in the drop ceiling, and then the coke fell and went all over the board. <laughs> Had to be These some are very guy, expensive boards. Some guy <laughs> named, like, Jumpin' Jimmy or something. Uh, even more like, expensive. Yeah. You check the resale yeah. value of those boards after. <laughs> Especially with radio people. There you go. So, you know, talking about... Well, from one form of snow to another form right. of snow. You know what? It all comes back around. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Like Lima. Went from skiing on one to skiing on another. It's fantastic. I didn't get my observations out. Oh, I get them in. For no, Christ. no, here's what we do. Tell them, tell them, tell them. I'll have one right now. Here we go. All right, you ready? Yeah. I'll skip the Baker one, and I'll go right to this one. 
Do you have a snowblowing mix on your Spotify yet? I do. No. No, no. My snowblower's too loud. I'm not going to hear it oh, in my I earbuds. Oh, have, uh, I have noise-canceling headphones, but I don't like the noise. Ca- I don't like to hit the noise cancel. You know what? I forgot to hit my I... noise cancel. I should just hit my noise cancel. Yeah, Why you, did wait, I think of that? you got to hear the motor, though. you got to hear it because if something's not running I right, know. you got to hear it. And then you'll, you'll ruin the damn yeah. thing. All right. One of my three bad, random, not fleshed-out observations. Okay. Our next kicker, way more valuable than Nick Chubb. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.